Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello and good evening. This is me, Phil Daniels, and I'm joined by Kerry Levy. Hello. <laughs> and Andrea Saunders. If only Philip had that expensive education and the accent that came with it. I never went to public school. Is that me? It's uncanny. This, this is like being in. It's a more butch version of yeah, you. I'm going to say it wasn't camp enough. <laughs> it wasn't camp enough. Uh, can I just say, both of you are back from your week suspension, and I think you've got another one coming up <laughs> because of your your choice of title for the programme. Put that from- pie away, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could end up out of a job. I'll tell you what, Kerry makes that goalkeeper look svelte. <laughs> You can talk, look at that. You've put on quite a bit in Antigua, haven't you? I have. Yeah. I have. It was all-inclusive. <laughs> it was all-inclusive. Most <laughs> of it's in you. I made sure I included it's in it. Use- included it all. It's inusive. It is. <laughs> but did you have a very nice time? A in lovely time, yeah. Watched both games in paradise. In paradise. Yeah, it was good. Excellent. Yeah, one of them was on telly, which was the, the Burn- Burnley-, Burnley game. And the, uh, the other one I had to watch on a very rubbish Wi-Fi Laptop. Right. Why is uh, that? You're being kicked the, out of the bar for Well, they didn't show it. They didn't show it. They showed the Man City game and uh, the Lincoln game, which okay. was great, but um, they didn't show the Chelsea game, which right. was irritating. So I had to watch it on a buffering laptop. Oh, well. But we'll have a chat about that. Yes, we will. Some people have got buffering laptops in England, mate. Yeah, well, we've got, do you know, we've got one of the worst broadband systems in the world. There you go, in this country. It's not as bad as Antigua, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's worse, because you at least you get the weather in Antigua. At least you can go yeah. outside and go, oh, well, look at that. It's turned out. You know, he kept sending me these photos of, of the view from his room. and uh, they've, got that, they've got those 
twin mountain things that were in James Bond in St. Lucia, haven't they, Andy? Yeah, I didn't go to St. Lucia, I went to Antigua. All right, then. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's irrelevant. That's how much I listened, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and you know that Barbados is great, isn't it, Andy? Barbados is great, so it's full of English people, so you don't want to go there. <laughs> okay. But you normally go there, do you? I've been to Barbados. Yeah. Uh, you've been so everywhere. Have I. Is this because you're. I've heard you have to go to the Caribbean all the time because you are a tax exile, really, and you could, you've got to spend a certain amount of days out of the country. Couldn't possibly comment on that. There was a lot of cricket on when I was over there. Because in, in Antigua, of course, that's where Alan Stamford was. You remember the, the, the Ponzi yeah. scheme guy that Richard He had a go, of, didn't he? And he, he spent lots of money on T20 cricket. And he, and he built a stadium right by the airport, a uh, cricket stadium, which is lovely. And it was out of use. Last couple of times I've been there, it had fallen into disrepair because obviously he'd been busted. He's, he's in a, a high-security American prison. But they've done it all up again now. And uh, Barbados were playing Jamaica in the 50-over final when I was there. And also Kent... Kent were playing the West Indies under 19s. Kent's my side, so yeah, good shot. Did you go? And, did you go and see them? Didn't I? Should have done, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, should have. It was only 20 yeah. minutes where I was, but I was too lazy. Oh, but uh, yeah, a lot of cricket on. Splendid. You play cricket. You, you, you splendid off drive. I hear. I hear you're you're a, a mean a mean fast bowler. I can bowl a bit. Yeah. Well, I used to. I just my arm would fall off now. I reckon. Yeah, I don't. Like, yeah. Trying to bowl fast. Kerry, Kerry was a terrible cricketer. It's absolutely just not true, but I was good. Listen, do you want to upset your fans, Kerry, by not talking about Chelsea? Oh, yeah, because after all, you did call that programme a couple of weeks ago nothing to do with Chelsea. So, yes, let's get on with Chelsea. Good Lord, how good are we? It was actually you that called it that. I don't think so. Look, um, you know, it's now official, it's on Twitter that you two got suspended. So that's how history has re- repeated itself. What would you like to talk about? Well, football. Okay. I'd like to say, what should we talk about? Let's talk about the last games that we've had. The we? magic of the FA Cup. The magic of the... Well, it has been quite magical. I like the FA Cup. I'm a big fan of it. My son isn't. My son, who's 24, doesn't get the FA Cup, thinks it's a bit of a distraction, doesn't really care. But we all grew up in a time when the FA Cup was great, didn't we? And I still, I still like it. It's down to the draw, isn't it? If the draw works out with some interesting games, then you get it. We've had the romance this last round mm. in particular. And I think also I'd say, I don't know how you feel, Phil. You know, everyone's going, oh, people put out second-rate sides, so it devalues it. Well, actually, you look at the, the five big sides that are through now, you know, Chelsea, Man U, Man City, Arsenal and Tottenham have all played pretty decent sides. It's the sides like Liverpool that have come unstuck. Mm. And I think if you don't play a decent side, that's where you come unstuck. Correct. Thank you, Phil. Um, <laughs> that's why you get paid the big bucks for that analysis. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the FA Cup. I don't always like the FA Cup, but... Um, what don't you like about the FA Cup? I don't always like it. I went off it a bit when we were in Europe, I suppose. Um, a bit more. Because it was a distraction. Yeah, I just... But I think, you know, there's only three cup domestic things to win. And God almighty, come on. Let's I think, I win think the if, FA you, cup. if you enter a competition, you should be in it to win it. I, well, I, that's I what I believe as yeah. well. You should go for it. And Chelsea should go for it. And in a way, that's why Mourinho was so successful in his first stint at the club, as he took the League Cup very successfully, uh, very seriously. And we obviously we beat Liverpool. That was his first trophy. Took the FA Cup very seriously. Um, and accumulated trophies and accumulated a winning mentality through winning those trophies that other people didn't take so seriously. Well, I mean, this is the thing. You know, we only have, as you say, Phil, a few cups, three cups in this country. And half the time, come November... 
people are moaning about, oh, we're still in that, or we're, we're in the, the, the Europa League, or we're in the League Cup, or we're this, that, and the other. Oh, God, it's so hard to concentrate and get on with it. And then you get Mourinho bleating on about, oh, the end of our season is going to be full of games. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, that's what football's about, is taking part. It's Chelsea-Middlesbrough final anyway. So, to me, <laughs> that's what will happen. They're always mm. magical games, And Eddie Chelsea. Newton will get the winner. <laughs> well, if it hits him. Or Frank, S- Frank Sinclair. Yeah, but that, that's also the thing, isn't it? So often somebody gets a goal that you don't expect to, like in the finals and things. But I, I do think... Everyone should play to win football. And it yeah, shouldn't be about, well, we're trying to consolidate our team position in the league. And if you're not, you know, if you get dropped for the game and you're one of the stars, you, sh- you shouldn't start eating pies on the bench, yeah. really. No. I, I love believe. the fact that... He's had Sutton. to resign. Have you seen that? He's had yeah. to, he's had oh, to yeah, resign. Oh, yeah, he's been in tears. This is, the, this is the Sutton United reserve goalkeeper. It's the sort of... He's 23 stone. I know. It's a sort of the joke that backfired in Sutton, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's like... <laughs> Poor sod. It was a funny old game. I, w- I watched the game on their plastic pitch, you know. It was, it was a weird old game, wasn't it? Yeah. Never I mean, uh, hopeful, weren't you, Andy? I was hopeful. <laughs> we were all like, Never hopeful. Well, I've never seen Lincoln beat Burnley. Uh, you know, well, you and can... actually, you look at it, Arsenal winning 2-0. I mean, it's hardly a thrashing or... You and know, they hit the bar as well. They hit the bar. Yeah. And they had a good chance at the end of the yeah. first half. Anyway. And, Sunderland will buy some of them Sutton players, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Or, they'll, they'll be getting or, relegated. Uh, Allardyce at Palace will get a what few. that one player was his name? Uh, Rory Deacon. Yeah. He looked decent. He looked really good against Leeds. Um, yeah. So, yeah, look, I think the FA Cup always throws up a few surprises. And um, I think, you know, the game that we played against Wolves um, on Saturday was... I like the way you've done that. Interesting. Nice segue. Really yeah. good. It's great to have you back, Andy. Um, I thought, interesting team. If we look at the team, Begovic in goal, uh, Zuma, Terry and Ake making his second start in the FA Cup as a back three. Uh, well, most... he should be in for Kaya all the time. Oh, don't start. <laughs> Dear, oh dear. <laughs> oh, I've missed this. Um, uh, Moses and Pedro, interestingly, as the fullbacks. Pedro yeah. is the left fullback. Fabregas and Chalabar in as the, the two central players. And then William Costa has it up front. So it wasn't a weak team by any stretch of the imagination. There's a couple of people uh, given a little bit of a rest. But um, what, yeah. what did you think of that lineup when you saw it? Uh, I thought the lineup was all. Uh, I thought, you know, it was a. It was a good lineup, to be honest. You know, you can't complain with Pedro. You know, Pedro is that wing back. I think probably he's probably better at wing back at home yeah. than away. Um, can't fault his energy and his enthusiasm. No, he's a good, great. Uh, but we, it was one of them afternoons where Wolves did all right, and our passing was a bit like. Well, they could have got off to a really good start, couldn't they? Because George Savile, who obviously was an academy product at Chelsea, Missed. hit the post. Yeah, and he should have. He should it was have. A bit unlucky when it was a good shot, leaning back a little bit. Wasn't yeah, it? they say, oh, he sliced it. He, he he put a bit of curve on it. It just was a little bit too the much. The old curve. The old curve. <laughs> the swaz. The old Wolverhampton curve. Swaz. <laughs> never never made a first team appearance for Chelsea. He was on the bench a couple of times and in and around the squad. Moved to Wolves on a permanent contract in 2014. Thought he looked okay. Looked like a player. Yeah, I, I, I think so. You know, as, as we've said before, Chelsea have a habit of providing very decent footballers out of their academy. They may not get in our team, but they usually go on and have a career somewhere, you know, and he's one of those, you know, bless him. I, I thought actually he had a very decent game. He did okay. It's all yeah. about, you know, young players. Nathan Ake, 22nd, he was his 22nd birthday on Saturday. He's made sec- two starts for Chelsea in the FA Cup. I thought he did really well. I think he does all right. I'm a bit... Yeah, I, I worry about him slightly uh, in the wing-back role mm. because he gets a bit 
I watched him at, where was he, Bournemouth. Mm. He gets done a lot. Mm. But it's interesting to see their form since he left, though. Yeah, he was obviously an important part of their defensive setup, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I haven't seen enough of him to really know whether he's the real deal or not. I think not. he looks really good, but I let, let's see him in a few more combative yeah. situations. He looks, he looks like a footballer, you know. Yeah. Some of them look like kids. He looks as though he's, you know... If I've got a, if I've got a question mark over him, he looks a bit too elegant sometimes. A bit too elegant. I'd like him to be a little bit more rough. Well, a bit more pragmatic. A bit more pragmatic in his football. Stuck in a bit. Stick it in Rosette occasionally. Yeah. So he's Dutch, isn't he's he? one of those footballing defenders. He's not, he's super nice. I'm not a big fan of footballing defenders. Well, then you you you're a big fan of Kurt Zuma then, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Christ almighty. <laughs> If he didn't have a net, he wouldn't have anything else, would he? <laughs> he does, um... <laughs> Jesus could Christ. contort himself into some interesting <laughs> positions when he passes the ball. Well, yeah, he has to open... He has to make sure... Get it all from the brain to the chest to the arms to the legs to the, get the foot swerved out to a side foot and then deliver the yeah. pass. He is good in the air, though. <laughs> it's, it's hot in the air. <laughs> Do you not rate Kurzuma? I'm not... Well, he's I quick, can see he's, he's quick, athletic. He's powerful. He's, he's all those things. He is all those things. But I have a sort of heart attack every time it kind of goes near him a bit. Mm. Whether he's going to put the bloke into Rosehead. He's still coming back from a very, very uh, that, nasty injury, isn't he? Yeah, but that so actually, I'm that injury, devil's advocate here a bit, but... but it's that, a bit. that injury sums up what you're saying, because actually that was after a ferocious <laughs> leap and a moment, wasn't it, that he ended up doing his, his uh, injury? There was know? a moment, wasn't there, towards the end of the game corner when he got up about five feet above everybody else. Oh, oh yeah, all of a sudden he started really leaping. And then he missed from, you know, from not too far out. But you think, you know, he's a, he's a real threat going forward with the head but you know he's also you know he's also a really good weapon to have in our own defensive area yeah maybe aerially I think as well you know that back three is quite you know tricky to after you've been in back fours all your life you know and the back three which is basically brand spanking new for a game like that well, Zuma, yeah. you know, two two young blokes and an old bloke. You know, John Terry coming in as captain. And, a, vet. A, a, a vet. A vet. That's what you yeah, called okay. him yesterday, wasn't it? He's a vet now. Definitely he's, a veteran. He's, he comes out. It's almost like getting him out for, like, a testimonial at the moment. Um, you know, I, I would think this probably has to be his last season, wouldn't you think? Certainly at this level, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, I just hope... That he he maybe, literally has no pace now. I mean, he has nothing. No, he doesn't. As soon as, the, as, soon as he has to turn... You know he's in in big trouble. You know it's, yeah. a, it's a cliche, isn't it? I mean, the first ten yards are in his head, and that's that's where he gets away with it, and he's yeah. able to think that far ahead and 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 to. Because he's never been blessed way. with that much pace. But he has uh, none uh, now. You know, so he's still you know still a great man, JT, and uh, and a back three does suit him actually because he's always got cover in a back three. Well, yeah, he's got a bit. You know, he's got a bit of nous, hasn't he? So. Mm-hmm. More now than people give him credit for. He's a good footballer, John Terry. He's got a great footballing brain, yeah. Yeah. and he's a great passer. When the ball's at his feet, I mean, yeah. he's a really well, brilliant one-touch he, passer. He shows it? a lot of them up actually. That he hits a man in blue most of the time. Anyway, we should break for a moment because it's time for a commercial break. Hello, 
from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And here we are, back again after the commercial break. So, JT... We think this might be his last season. Do you right. think he'll be happy to go into coaching at Chelsea? Do you I think, think by all he's doing his badges and he's expressed an interest in doing that. And whether he has a swan song in the MLS or China, I think is yet to be seen. But Or is that. he mad enough to go and play for Crystal Palace for a year? I or, can't imagine. Uh, you know I can't I mean? imagine. When you've achieved what he's achieved in the game, when you've earned the kind of money that he's earned <laughs> in the game, why would you go and get involved oh, in a relegation battle? No. I mean, it's not, you know, that's no fun. He just doesn't need to do it because, you know, it, it seems to be hard for a lot of players to get into coaching and find the right way in. But it seems like Frank Lampard, JT, if they want to get into it, I think things would open up for them. I, I mean, think. one thing, I mean, John Terry's, uh, you know, he's Marmite, isn't he? You either love him or you hate him. He, there's no real grey areas with him. He's done some appalling stuff in his time. He's also done some great stuff. You know, the one thing that I don't think anybody disputes is he does have leadership skills. And, just and don't that, let him park your car. does think that, you know, that... If, you know, if he applies those leadership skills in a management capacity, he could be very successful. And one of the, you know, problems with a lot of very good players going into management is they don't take any leadership skills in with them, whereas I think JT will. So I can see out of all of that, that crop, you know, the drug bars, the Lampards, I think John Terry is the one that you do see fitting most comfortably into a management role. It's a strange one, though, isn't it? Because these guys now, you know, that Lampard, your Terry, when they stop playing, they're so loaded now. You know, why bother? Well, what are they going to do all day? Prune well, the roses? I mean, that's the... That's what I mean. Yeah. You know. That's what I mean. It's I filling the days, less isn't it? and less of them doing it, I think. Yeah. Well, but, that's why so many of them go into punditry, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's so many media channels now. It's funny because, you know, if you are abroad, like I was last week, and you watch an American channel, you've got all sorts of weird people popping up doing punditry on there that, yeah, you, know, that you haven't saw, seen for years. I saw Warren Barton and Warren Brad, Barton. Yeah. Brad Friedel nearly have a dust-up the other week in the studio Looks for some like American Frank, coverage. John Frank Azola should have stuck to uh, <clears throat> Poor old John Frank. Well, he, he should have actually uh, stuck to just going uh, on holiday. Yeah. One win in 14 at Birmingham. It's not going well. I, I don't think he's a natural manager. I don't think he has. He's, I think he's too nice to well, be Well, he took over a team that, that didn't need well. a new manager. was doing well. Yeah. They went for the glamour yeah. of Franco. But, um, but yeah, so but back to the Wolves game. We're going back to the team, if I may. Yeah. Fabregas was making his 100th start for Chelsea in all performances. And a lot of people have been calling for Fabregas to start. He's been coming on as a sort of super sub, an impact uh-huh. sub in recent games. And do we think that he had a good 90 minutes? Yeah, uh, he has a good... He's, yeah, I thought he was... Is he a 90-minute player for Chelsea? Um, Certain games. But on the whole, no. I think I think he's your impact. He's a classic now. Impact up just by the the nature of the way Conte likes to have Kante and Matic to snuff out the midfield and and work it a certain way. He likes to then really bring on. 
Fabregas when the game is the other opposition may be more tired, yeah. there's space, and let him be a quarterback. See, I totally agree, and I think a lot of people are saying, oh, you've got to start Cesc, you've got to start Fabregas. I think he's much more effective coming on after 60, 70 minutes and dominating for those last 20, 30 yeah. so he's, uh, I think he's, uh, unfortunately, he's good at that, passing the ball, and he's got a great touch. But, I mean, where if anybody says he's done more miles than it, but he just doesn't got the work rate and he doesn't do the other jobs mm. that are more important playing the system we play where everybody has to get up and everybody has to get down and everybody has to do a job to have a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Kante came on after 80 minutes and, you know, just made a huge difference. In terms well, you just of, saw the just, difference. Yeah. Just started winning the ball off of people and kicking people and, you know, just, just keeping the position. a nuisance, wasn't Yeah, it? and that's, that's what you need. And I think people, they really get a sense of how good Kante is when he doesn't play. When he doesn't play, you see the hole in midfield that, that is left, you know. Yeah, but, and then it's accentuated when he comes on for 10 minutes or so and you go... Oh my God, look at that. There's not a chance they'll get through it. I mean, he's my player of the season. I yeah. mean, he's my nailed on player of the season. I don't think he'll win it because he's not a glamour player. I think and, he'll win and it. And I don't think he will. I think because the Chelsea fan base, the majority of the Chelsea fan base like glamour players. They like Hazards and Costas and people that score goals. But none and, of them are, are, are consistent win. this year in, yeah. in, the, in the right way. I think Costa will probably win the popular vote. Maybe. I, I think it'd be, I think you might be surprised. I think this year, because of the season we had last year, we may actually understand a player like Kante and his importance. I mean, if he team. doesn't win the popular vote, he will definitely win the players' yeah. vote. Well, win the player. I'll tell you whose vote will win. It's yours, Andy. He'll win me because nobody loves him more than me. You're obviously going to vote for David, aren't you? Well, Luis has been the best player at Chelsea all season. He's made the difference. I think he's... Uh, do you know what I mean? I know we're sort of joking slightly, but I think he's in for a shout. I think he's definitely in for he's a shout. He's made the difference, hasn't he? And he's playing through injuries, which more of, course, of a all difference of than Kante. Well, or are they? They play different roles. You think? I think you know. It's hard to say. You know, in the player of the year kind of Hazard will get it anyway, or someone like that. I'm saying like a glamour said, player. Some, yeah. Someone will oh, get it like that. As Pelico, you know, they've all done well. The, the left back Alonso's done well. It's it's interesting, you know, because. I was even flattened Monreal, whatever his name. No, not Monreal. One of them, <laughs> the Arsenal boys, didn't he? Flattened yeah. him. Hazard. Yeah, yeah had some Arsenal bloke come up to me the other day. He goes, how oh, they let that goal go? That was definitely a foul. Oh, well, when he took out Coquelin. Yeah. No, yeah. or oh, Bellerine. Bellerine. The, oh, the first one. Ballerina, just... I called him. Oh, yeah, Ballerina, yeah. that's good. I like that. Hey. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, I like thought you meant the second one when Coquelin just got shrugged off by Hazard. Oh, on that the was great. Yeah. Do you know, I think, I think it was interesting. I was listening to some pundits talking. They were saying it's really interesting that what Conte's done is he's come in and taken over Mourinho's side and just tweaked it a little and turned it into this side. And I thought, that's such a disgraceful thing to say, because actually, Conte has changed everything with four players, which is Luis, Alonso, Moses and Kante. It's that diamond of players that has changed everything. He's fundamentally changed the shape of that. Totally. Thing. But yeah. he's also changed the way we play. He's changed how the, the players up front play. He's allowed Hazard not to track back as much, yeah. which actually is interesting because now he sometimes does. He's played players primarily in their right position yeah. and to their strengths, yeah. which is something not Mourinho never did. Well, what I'm saying is not tweaking aside. He's made a major overhaul in that yeah. team. Watching goals on Sunday uh, this week, Neil Warnock was on and took credit 
for Victor Moses' work rate and his defensive... He said, when I have Victor, he didn't do nowt. You know, just run up and down wing. But I got him to do defensive duties, and look what's happened to him now. As he was when he was at Palace. <laughs> this is when he was at Palace. He's trying to take credit for it. Neil Warner, leave it out. Leave it out. Or maybe we need to get him a, a champion's medal if we win. Oh, you mug. <laughs> so talking about 90-minute players. And Should players. have managed Chelsea when he had the opportunity, shouldn't he? Oh, well, yeah, there you go. Um, 90 minute players players that maybe weren't getting into the team so much last season at the beginning of the season Pedro I mean Pedro his 10th goal of the season 7 goals in his last 10 appearances scored in every round of the FA he's scored in every round of the FA Cup so far the flea as Phil calls him I think he's been amazing what an amazing player he's still annoying though isn't he is he though I know I love him but he kind of and what a goal that was I mean it was a beautiful (laughs) goal I think it started with him at the very very you know, end of our defensive touchline. I mean, he started that and yeah. ended up... No, with he's a clever player. little player, isn't yeah. he? he and versatile. great engine. Versatile. He's learned. He's learned what to do in the Premier League. You Looks know. like he's really enjoying his football as well. well. Yeah, and so you would because he's been given the freedom of, of the pitch and he knows he's got the first call on that spot ahead of William now. Yeah, and, and also he, he wasn't a player that got in every game for Barcelona. He no, was that's a, why he left, was a squad he was player a at Barcelona. He was so a to be, he's one of these players that obviously feels the love. And well, he can nip in the space well, now, yeah. can't they? The Mark in Acosta and Hazard. Yeah. yeah. They're I mean, so marked, he can nip in and get his goals. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget the two guys who were subs all the time at Barcelona were Sanchez and, Rod- and Pedro and Rodriguez. Fabregas. And Fabregas yeah. as well. So, you know, so we've only got Sanchez to take to Chelsea and that'll be that sorted and stick it up Barcelona. Who would you take out of our team to put Sanchez in? Oh, we've had this discussion last week. It's quite an interesting discussion because, yeah, Gary was saying that he'd have to go in instead of Pedro or William or perhaps in, in place of Hazard. No chance. Well, Hazard, it's interesting. He'd have to go in place of Pedro or William. But would you put him in now? Yes. Would you now put yes. Sanchez in instead of Pedro? Uh, I'll put William in instead of Pedro, but... Um, would you put, really? <laughs> well, at times, at times, I think there's... I think he's a clever Seven manager. Seven goals think, in his last ten no, appearances. No, I think he's good. But I think sometimes he's... I think sometimes he's Williams. William scores goals, doesn't he? Not as many. I know, but... I mean, if there's a problem, I mean, I mean I've, I am, I am, you know, always going on about William's final, final product, you know, his last touch, his last... You know, he had some opportunities on Saturday that he could have done better with. Oh, so God, he Moses on Saturday. Moses didn't have a good game. Oh, he's, he, he had a great game up to his final touch. Yeah, yeah I mean, get into the place, but I don't, think, know how to I don't cross. think he completed one cross. No. It just drove me mad. I know it was Ivanovic like, wasn't it? In terms <laughs> <Yeah>. of cross. <laughs> and, and, and actually, Hazard didn't have a very good game. No, it was a lot quiet. of those flicks. It was quiet. Yeah, Early he's had on, a funny pass to them so many times. Didn't yeah, he? I thought what? And that's what I'm saying. Somebody like Sanchez, I think. Once we're back in the Champions League and things, you have got a lot of games and to you play. And you need a squad for that. And Hazard, I'm sorry, as great as he is, isn't not an every game. Not Hazard. What's I'm up not, with you? No, I'm saying all of them need to not play every game. It does something to all of them to sit things out. When William comes on as a substitute, there is usually a huge, monumental, marauding run within the first two minutes of him coming on. They all get vibrant. Which breaks up. down on the edge of the 18-yard box. Yeah, but he does take a lot of players out of yeah. the way. Oh, listen, I love William. I'm not down on William. I just think I've, I have this constant conversation with my son about, about William. About, I just think he would be a world-class player if he could just do it in a six-yard box or certainly in the yeah. 18-yard box. And I think that all the work he does up to that, his ability to hold the ball in tight spaces, to wriggle out of tight spaces, he's brilliant at that. I just think if he had a 
final, final product. A couple more goals, a few more assists. I think he would be a world-class player. I think he's been pushed about too much. That's his problem. Yeah, because he had to, he got sent to number 10, really. Yeah, and, and he got uh, sent to Spurs first and then had to come over yeah, to our right. place and everything. I think Conte agrees with you, though, Andy. Yeah. And that's why William is on the bench. And what I'm saying, I'm not having a go at Hazard, but I think all of them can rotate. Well, I think I think and actually we, there's something in that, and I think that they could all do with a bit of competition for their places. Yeah, and Hazard, sure. Hazard is, but we've relied on Hazard an awful lot, and the reason we've relied on because he's a supernaturally good player, and he yeah. is often the difference in tight games. But I think he could do with a bit of competition. If we do go out and we buy you know, this kid Bernardo Silva from Monaco or someone who's tricky and skillful, then he will have that competition. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, talking about goals though, Diego Costa ended a four-game run without a goal, 413 minutes without a goal. That was his 16th goal of the season you know worked really hard I thought in that game didn't get a huge amount of service and got his reward at the end and what's interesting is we talked about this last week and I have to put my hands up I said there is no way that Costa and Hazard will play in this cup game he needs to rest them they're not playing so well he needs to let them get a breather. Michi didn't even get on the pitch, did he? No, exactly. And Gary said that, that he will play both of them. He said they're not playing well, and that's exactly why he'll play him against Wolves. He needs to get Costa back scoring again. Mm. And I think I think it's interesting, you know, that that for me, Costa, unless he's injured, needs to play all the time and find the scuffy little kick that gets well, a goal. Well, that's it. He, what tends to happen when he doesn't score, he he's tends to have player. too many touches. He's a streaky player as well. Yeah. He'll go, he'll he go 10 games scoring. Many, he wants yeah. too many touches before he pulls the trigger. Yeah. Mm. Once he's putting it in the net, he just hits he just it. He's best when he it. doesn't think about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Chelsea have now won 10 of their last 11 games in all competitions, keeping eight clean sheets in the process. A little bit of a hiccup against Burnley, but nobody beats Burnley at Burnley, so I don't I wasn't too worried about it. And we, exactly. could, and, and we could have beaten Burnley we there, but we just didn't... Didn't quite get it over the no. line. And I think we were quite happy with the point, in a way. Um, and we failed to score in just one of our last 12 away games in all competitions. So I think, you know, statistically, statistically it's all looking good, but I think we have to counsel against complacency at this, at this uh, part of the season. It was our 24th win of 2016-17 in all competitions, despite only playing 31 games. Well, that's a 77% win ratio. It's all good, but it you still get moaners, you still get haters, you still get people saying he's crap and he's not oh, so good. you've got to have it, you've got to have it. You've got to moan. you're top of the league or bottom of the league. Haters, it's though, the way it, Not Hold well, on. Haters, to, no, no. You were quite, kind of getting cross with people on Who? WhatsApp. What, when, who? Moses. Well, he didn't have a good game. Yeah, but you were still bitching about it. I wasn't him. hating on him, though. Well, I was pretty close. No. I'm not going to read him, Andy. I'm not a hater. <laughs> it was just no. his crossing was a bit iffy. Yeah, yeah. Know, I was frustrating. He was, was annoying. Yeah. There was a few... It was an annoying game, even though we won. Do the you know goals what? come at the right time. We didn't play that well at Burnley, and the goals didn't come. Here's what... And After t- we scored, we should have got the second. We should, well, I think that was one of the issues, is that yeah. we didn't kill. We're not killing teams off. No. We're making a and sweat a little bit. And that free kick, I mean, that was... A, a, the, they were lucky. Yeah. That's all I've got to say. Well, also, there was a moment as well when Fabregas had a, a great opportunity and he gave him the eyes and put it the wrong side. And he it gave just him the eyes. Sloppy, wasn't it? So it's, Fabby eyes. Imagine if that had been a big game and he'd done that. You know. Fabby eyes. So Conte said it was a very difficult game, but we all knew this. It was important to suffer in the moments. And then in the second half, we deserved to win because we scored two goals. We had, many, ch- we had many chances, but this is the FA Cup. The results this afternoon show there's no easy games. Don't forget, I changed seven players. It's good to have a good answer from the players. We're not playing a lot. We showed great commitment to fight, to win, to continue in this competition. I'm pleased we scored, because we scored... Football. A good goal with this situation. I'm pleased for Pedro for the team, and now we must continue in this way. 
So not saying anything. That what we is Pedro's no. full name then? Pedro Rodriguez. Ah, is he Pedro Rodriguez? That's why they sing. Oh, Pedro Rodriguez. Oh, Pedro Rodriguez. What's your lighting up a bit? Being not, being no, that's how it sounds when everyone does it at the ground. Be more of a what's, your, one. what's your dog's name? Is it Pedro? Chico. Chico. Chico Flores. He played for Swansea. Ah, yeah. Chico. When they put him down, I took him. I said, don't put that footballer down. I'll, I'll have him as a dog. Can we do some? Uh, I think uh, we haven't. What well, we haven't done this for a while. Can I do a little bit of low knee update about what's happening with the loan signings? Oh, you can. I have to say, I watched um, um, Vitesse Arnhem and Ajax, which is just Chelsea B, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that because I think we had five uh, players in that game. Um, uh, so Syria are this weekend. Marco Pasalic started for AC Milan, got an assist in the two-one victory against Fiorentina. Uh, Andreas Christensen played in Borussia Mönchengladbach side. That lost to Fiorentina in the Europa League last Thursday. Also played in the 2 1 loss to RP Leipzig in the Bundesliga, so he's not having a great deal of fun over there. Uh, Michael Hector, remember him? Came on at half time for Reading. 10 man. Yeah, for, um, for 10 man Eintracht Frankfurt in a 2 0 defeat against Ingolstadt. Uh, Bertrand Traore's tearing up the um, Eredivisie with uh, Ajax in the Europa League. A goalless draw against uh, Leisure Warsaw, uh, Warsaw. In the Dutch League again, Marco van Hinkle scored a penalty. Uh, in their three in PSV's three one win over Nijmegen, he's now scored four goals in six games for PSV, helping them to third in the table. And then going on to what you were saying about the Vitesse game, uh, no less than five Chelsea players made an appearance in the game between uh, Vitesse and Ajax. Lewis Baker, Matt Myaska, Matt Myaska, I can believe it. Nathan, Nathan, all appeared for Vitesse with Mukhtar Ali coming off the bench <coughs> and uh, Broughton Traore playing just over an hour for Ajax, who won that God, game one nil. Centre halves, haven't we? Yeah, back in England, Izzy Brown, who's doing well at Huddersfield, came off the bench. Uh, in their FA Cup fixture with Man City, which ended in a creditable goalless draw. Thomas Callas was in defence uh, as they went out of the Cup. They got smashed by Tottenham 3-0 on Sunday. Lucas Pearson was on target for Fulham in their 3-2 victory over Nottingham Forest last Tuesday. Uh, Christian Atsu came off the bench for Newcastle in a 2-2 draw at Norwich in midweek. Temi Abraham is now back at Chelsea, having suffered a thigh injury uh, in the first half of uh, Bristol City's 2-1 defeat. At least he's going to be here for a couple of weeks getting treatment before going back to Bristol City. And finally, in League One, Charlie Colkett started Swindon's goalless draw at home to Oldham. There you go. And that is the roundup of the reserves. And the other thing that we should talk about is the youth. Um, the youth. Because... The under-23s had a disappointing 4-3 defeat to Man City, but that's okay. The under-18s, Joe DeMori's under-18s, you know about this result? 13-0 against Brighton. No, 13-0. When was the last time we won 13-0 in a... Competition. Well, I don't think we have. I think that's the first time. And, and I think oh, well, there was a Jonas Osteras. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I had tickets yeah, yeah. for that game, but I'd done really badly at school. And so my dad said, we're not going tonight. And we didn't go. And of course, then you, you didn't see coverage of 13 goals. And even he was apologetic that I missed 13 goals. Soggy biscuit. Soggy biscuit. Soggy biscuit. Never mind. <laughs> 13 0. Jody Morris is under 18, which is an amazing 13 0 over Brighton of the weekend. Hat tricks for Luke McCormick and Martel Taylor crossed out. And four goals for Charlie Brown. Saw the answers record their biggest ever win in the first game. And how many did Snoopy get? Uh, first game that they play since sealing the under 18 Premier League South title two weekends ago. I did get it. It wasn't funny. Did, well, it was a bit did Osgood get six or seven against Genez Hachush? I don't know, ask Kerry. Osiraj. He got, no, I think he got five. There we go. I think he got five. I think Tommy Baldwin got a hat trick. 
Tell me. Tell me. Tell me Baldwin. So Swansea. Swansea. On well, Saturday. Well, just wrap up a little bit on the uh, FA Cup. What do we think about the draw? And, love it. And I'll Jose, any home draw in the FA Cup. I love a home draw in the Jose FA Cup. And Jose already coming out with his nonsense. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be really difficult because we've got Europa League games either side. Yeah. Chelsea have won the league already, so they'll, it doesn't really matter. To You know, they'll try. We won't. But, uh, yeah, all that. I know. I well, think he's actually playing a bit those man games. I'm not drunk. <laughs> he um, he had a dis- he had a he had a, uh, a disappointing last visit, didn't he? In his four 0 defeat. I really hope it's as disappointing this time because we have a chance now. I reckon when we play them, they'll still be on this mega run they're on. Was it fifteen or sixteen games without defeat? And I, I really hope we can make a point to them about yeah, you've done all that. But now you're at our place, we're going to show you. Because I've got a feeling the Chelsea players will be up for it again. Last time we played him in the cup, we drew Old Trafford and then Demba Bar scored, didn't he, in, in a replay yeah. to get us through. telescopic leg goal, wasn't That's it? That's right, yeah. But, he, liked, he was good at those, wasn't he? And don't forget, there's no replays now in this level of the cup. That's right. It's on and, the uh, is it? And... Uh, season ticket holders, is it get... If it, can, you get your t- can you get your seat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a normal... So you can go to that? I will be going. Yeah, yeah. Because you're no longer thesping, are you, after no, this week? No, after this week, no, no, no. You're giving it up to become a bin man? I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Have you got the back for it? No. You could do the ordering around. Lift that. Oh, I could do, I'm good at ordering about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. See, I know where you'd be. You'd be the bin foreman. So it'll definitely be the Sunday game, I reckon, the uh, the Man United uh, FA Cup game, because they've got a game in yeah. midweek, haven't they? So I think it'll be the Sunday <laughs> oh, game. not Monday. I don't want it that Monday no, 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 it'll BBC be, thing. It'll be Sunday, I reckon, and obviously it'll be on the telly. Yeah, because so. Uh, so that means Watford's knocked out, doesn't it? Yeah, so we won't we'll play, play them. Or... So that'll be another rescheduled midweek yeah. game. Yeah. So interesting stuff. So Swansea on Saturday. Yep. Three o'clock kickoff, like a Saturday three o'clock, me. Yeah, we've Proper had quite football. a few of them. Yeah, like them. And uh, they've won four of their last six games since Paul Clement, ex-Chelsea boy, was appointed in uh, January. Lifting and McAlealy. F- yeah, of course, lifting them off the foot of the table and out the bottom three. So they're on a bit of a run. Um, I don't, Not a game to be taken lightly, I don't know. No, I think we'll... We'll uh, hopefully win, you know, the old 2-0, maybe 1-0. I think it'll be tight. I think you're right. I don't think there'll be a lot of goals in there. I think he's got them organised. Yeah, I think you're right. Except I think it'll be 3-0. Okay. What do you think? think? I think 2-0. Can't have the same as him. We do this every week. You do it deliberately. Do it because it's... I took two results though, didn't I? 2-0 or 1-0. What do you want? Yeah, which one do you want? This could take hours. <laughs> Can I just say, I was correct yet Two. again last week. I got the prediction right for the Wolves game. Did you? I'm just on a golden run. Do you ever put money on it? No. You mug. No, only mugs put money on football. Yeah. Only, only it's you like, take you know, an eight to one and eat a pie. That's what I say. The funniest thing, you know, it's like all those people who are going, oh, I don't know whether to cash out or not. We got them round us in, the, in Chelsea. And they'll go, shall I cash out? Shall I cash out? I've got it. Oh, I don't. And they spend half. Oh, look, Rotherham have gone one up. Shall I cash out? And I'm going, I don't care. I really don't care. He's a miserable devil at football, isn't he, Kerry? Hey, Kerry, yeah. yeah. Well, right. shouldn't he be, all he'd be people, the same? He'd be getting All them people around him. I don't get cross at other people. <laughs> oh, you're so, so not true. We could do a podcast specially about your anger at other people at the ground. And then I said to Put him. Put your iPhone down. You don't need to film the whole game, you idiot. <laughs> Or something, and that's just to his son, you know. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah anyway shall we wrap it up i think we better add because he might burst a gasket yeah and he's looking full of color anyway after a nice little break yes well it's been splendid to see you both and you're away next week aren't you are we on air still yeah probably yeah i'm away you're away oh well that well i'm not telling you where i'm going but i'm going somewhere why aren't you telling us because it makes me look a fool (laughs) (laughs) Uh, now where would that be (laughs) I'm curious now anyway we better go and let him get on to his foolish journey and um, we will see you all next week bye this is a playback media production get all the associated links to this podcast at chelseapodcast.net When it comes to a software vendor audit, you need to park the bus. Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Sports Social Podcast Network.